0: welcome to episode seven of the tight-knit sneaker podcast i'm steven from community kicks i'm cliff general boss and today we're going to be really just catching up on the last few weeks so we kind of missed a couple of weeks there just through a couple of different things i was away for a week and then we had the build-up to sold out and the sold out event last weekend uh, that i missed out on but we've both been kind of pretty busy the last while so we've had to miss out on a few. So we've a lot of stuff to catch up on today. Um I suppose to start off we'll jump into sold out and kind of a bit of a recap on that in a second, but what's on feet today, Cliff, before we kick things off?
1: Uh well I um I dove in big and I suppose I could tie it in with sold out, I guess. Um my good mate uh Matt Ice Icewald he hooked me up with the what the poles that I've been searching for for a while as you know too yeah lovely pair lovely pair um i'm actually delighted because i got them for like 320 which is uh, well for me i think that's a steal
0: yeah that's a great price for those
1: you know and i know they're not ds but like the, the stars were still there the the print in the insole is still there and as everybody knows the print in the insole it just it falls apart in two seconds now so, to me, when I see insole print is still there, it's, what, what do they call it? Um, the nearly dead stock, or yeah. I not what's it
0: called? VNDS. <laughs> A VNDS, yeah. very
1: near dead stock. Yeah. <laughs> it's either dead stock or not, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I was happy with that. What you got?
0: Uh, I'm wearing probably my favorite Giorga of the last two years, and you don't really see much of them around because so I don't think they're released over here. Um, but they're the Air Max One recycled white. Do you know that pair that I've got? Uh I've got the neon aces in them. They kind of have like the the loose kind of stitching around the swoosh, not loose stitching, but the big stitching around the swoosh. Yes,
1: but, yeah, yeah, that one. Um, once you mentioned recycled, I was like, what pair is that about? Not, not <laughs> I know what you mean now. Yeah,
0: and I absolutely love them. I think they're a class pair, and because they're like a synthetic leather upper, um, they're perfect for a day like this. So, like, maybe, well, maybe it's really nice set when people are listening to this, but it's pissing rain here in Dublin right now. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's absolutely the same perfect the for today.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, these are one of my favorite uh, favorite GORs of the last couple of years. Um, got them, they're cheap under retail. I think they went to outlets and stuff over in the States. Um, so, yeah.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, happy holidays. I don't yeah. know what a GR is anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, joke, joke, joke. <laughs> so this is the culture we live in now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> and speaking of GRs, there was no GRs that sold out last weekend from what I could see. I was oh. raging, I missed it. It looked, it looked incredible. The venue setup looked great and it looked like good load of people went there and stuff, so how was it?
1: Yeah, it was great. I'm delighted, like, big up to uh, Nigel Wayne and Mattas for getting this going, because this was a big one, you know, going to the National Stadium, like, moving from Wickham Way to the National Stadium is a big step up. Even just coming from Limerick to Dublin, that's another big step, because you know, everyone knows when they're trying to break into Dublin, it's, um, it's very difficult, because Dublin has its own little niche. People know everyone when they're involved in events, so it's if you're new, you're kind of you're trying to get in. But I think we did. I think we 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 got in. We did very well. Uh, I think it was a success. You know, a lot of the people were happy. They were they left happy. Uh, I, I can't complain. I don't think there was even one one negative feedback that I got all weekend. So like, I'm assuming that's a that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, everything I have seen online. Uh... Like just from seeing people's stories and posts and stuff about it, it was all seemed to be very very positive. It seemed like there was a lot of like a lot of good deals done and stuff like that. A lot of good pickups and yeah, it seemed like there was just it just flowed really nicely and it just kind of worked, um, which is great to see.
1: Yeah, I'm very happy. Sure, soulmate. Uh, congratulations to JJ on his uh, new baby as well. Actually, last week. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah, he, he told me himself he sold 46 pairs. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like, <laughs> you know a lot of other people sold anywhere from 12 to 20 pairs as well. But when, he, when I heard he sold 46 pairs, I was gobsmacked. Because, you know, I've been to SneakerCon. I've been to Sneakerness, Crepe City. And I don't think I've seen that level. Like that amount of pairs being sold. They probably have, but no one's really, uh, I haven't met them or they haven't, I haven't talked to them and, and asked them about it. But like, I just thought that was incredible.
0: Yeah. That's really good. The only time you see stuff like that is when you see like two J's going yeah. to, <laughs> going and buying up a full table.
1: Yeah. He might want to uh, change his name to soulmate to two J's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I, know, I thought it was incredible. Um, like there's even, uh, uh, young Harry there from core kicks, uh, First, first one, you know, and like let's remember this now. He's only fourteen, which is is yeah, he's only fourteen, which is incredible. You know, and he's a great guy. Sold out one, he sold bucket loads. Sold out two, he's done the same thing again. This kid is like proper gentleman and a great guy to talk to, and you know, and that's what I love to see. I love to see that. There's not a. I don't think there's a bad bone about him, and to see a young guy starting up like this is is actually incredible. Because when I was 14, I think I was running around after girls. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, and I don't think sneaker reselling was a thing back then. I uh, know maybe it was, but I don't think it was a, a thing. I was I was even looking at because it was more Americanized, I suppose back then.
0: Yeah, I suppose it would have been a lot a lot smaller back then because like look when you look at how things have gone over the last couple of years even over like the last three years or so there's a big collaboration release every single week yeah and i think greg might have touched on it on the the last podcast like he used to be like every couple of months you'd see a new collaboration is coming and everyone would get so excited for it now it's just like oh this collaboration is coming out on saturday didn't get it oh well onto the next one yeah because you know there's going to be another one next week
1: yeah it just like that when i said what's a gr you know yeah. like it's just... you don't have
0: time for grs yeah. anymore because <laughs> you you're chasing all the big releases ch-
1: yeah exactly it's just one <laughs> after another and is is it killing it i don't know um is, is it becoming more just bored of well, the hype that's coming after another.
0: It's hard to say because, like, I think Nike, in particular, are putting a lot of eggs in the selling out every week basket. You know, yeah. Um, because, like, look, if you it, it goes one of two ways. Really, it seems like either it sells out instantly and it's going for a couple of quid over retail, or in some cases, a couple of hundred quid over retail. Or it's sitting going on sale. There's no like in between where something might sell out after a couple of weeks, you know, or you know, people will go back and get it and wear it then. It's either hot right now, sells out straight away, or it's not hot at all and it's gone. So you would kind of fear that if anything ever happens to the hype and if maybe fashion moves on from sneakers and it dictates that sneakers aren't really the cool thing anymore, it could kind of it could cause a bit of trouble for the brands if if that if that kind of this tactics, busy release yeah. calendar starts to lose its edge, you know.
1: Yeah, sure. Look, a perfect example is Air Max Day, the 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 Paris pair. Paris is it? La, la, I oh
0: remember. yeah, That pair. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. But yeah,
1: yeah, that that pair, like big hype surrounding it, and it's it was sitting. I think it was only sitting up. Is it still sitting? I actually don't know.
0: I think it's still sitting. And, and this is what, like three weeks later? It's
1: three weeks later, yeah. You know, which is, is mad because I know the pair pe- the itself, it, it looks boring. It's nothing special. Typical of Air Max Day, you know. and <laughs> But and maybe everyone's going to go out and buy it now after hearing this. But from I've seen them in hand. Um, Pat's wife, Mary, she had a pair. Uh, John in our WhatsApp group, he's got it for his wife, and they have both said that they're actually incredible. So, pictures don't do it justice, I guess, online, compared to when you have it in hand. And maybe that's what everyone is kind of freaked out about. They're like, I don't know. It looks okay, but maybe when I get it, it's going to be terrible. From the feedback that I've got, it seems like everyone's very happy with them. So, it's one of those pairs. It's you, You either go get them or not
0: yeah and you know actually i think with even with the with the quality i think over the last while maybe the last year or so the quality of the shoe has taken a back seat to the hype and like so i know i know like a lot of hype shoes a lot of them will be decent quality anyway but if it has the name and the look people won't care about if it's got premium leather and stuff like that. That's just an added bonus these days, it kind of feels.
1: Yeah, totally. No one, no one cares. The second that you, you slap a name on it, it's like, I got it. Yeah. You know, they won't care about it. Literally, they don't care about quality whatsoever, which is absolutely mad. Cause,
0: That's uh, what it, it used to be. It used yeah. to be the complete opposite. does not matter what name is on it, but if you've got a top, top quality shoe, like, well-made, not a stitch out of place. Um, like, even, I was only saying it to a friend of mine the other day, I, I don't think I've gotten a perfect pair of Nikes in the last two or three years. Oh. Like, there's always been something off with it. The closest I've gotten to perfect is probably the Mellows from the Concepts pack, uh, the Air Max Ones. They're really really good and i haven't haven't found a fault in that pair i think they're as close to perfect as i've gotten from like over the last couple of years like even like a lot of the SBEs i know that i remember i sent you a picture of one of mine I can't remember which one but, like the toe box is kind of wonky oh yeah yeah and stuff i was like it's so frustrating yeah because like a lot of the time you're not getting these things for retail <laughs> and like if you get it from stock x or goat or something like that it's not up to them to look after the quality of the shoe. They're not gonna look at it and go, Oh, this is a little bit off. We'll yeah. send it back. Yeah, yeah. It's you... it's like tough if we don't control it, we don't have to go through the quality control process. We just make sure it's real and send it to you. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Um so yeah, it's a little bit it can be a little bit frustrating.
1: Yeah, I think it is. It's it is very frustrating. But then again, you got the melode, which is the concepts pack and yes. again it's another collab. Yeah. You know, like, what I'm finding is when it's a collab, they do go a little bit above and beyond,
0: yeah. Although, saying that, so I'll hop actually, we'll hop in quick into our pickups. So, my latest pickups, so I picked up the SB Dunk High Supreme, um uh, by any means. So, that the black and white pair I got those, and I got the, the full pack of the concept Air Max ones, all three of them. So, on the Far Out pair, which I got in, in New York, I got it in Flight Club, the special box and all that, one tongue is longer than the other. Ah.
1: <laughs>
0: and, like, obviously, that's not the sort of thing that you, you really pick up on when you're, like, trying it on in, in store. It's only when you get it back to the hotel and you lace it up and all that sort of stuff where you kind of notice it. No one's ever going to notice it except me. But yeah, when
1: you're wearing it's, it. It's It's
0: frustrating. Yeah,
1: didn't didn't someone do that in the did our Discord group that um someone's oh, let, let me find that now. I think someone posted a picture of their pair as well, and there was a big thing. I, I can't remember where it was, but they mentioned that their they or they showed the picture. The tongue was way too big as well compared to it.
0: Yeah, uh, it's so like. The inconsistencies just drive me insane sometimes. Um, but yeah, that, that really frustrated me just because I really, really wanted that um, that pair. No, I love them. I think they're fantastic. And I'll wear them into the ground, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And like I said, no one's really going to notice it. But it's those sort of inconsistencies that like, you'd like to think that maybe Nike will pair back with all this like jam-packed hmm. release calendar and maybe put a little bit more effort into getting the pairs perfect considering the retail prices are going up yeah um you expect you'd, you'd like to think you're gonna get a little bit more for what you're paying if the only thing is will like really care because everything is selling out and they're making a ton of money they probably won't
1: I Won't care. um not, not a chance um yeah i got it it's jc10 in the discord group is right. um I think it's the mellow pair. The mellow pair has the red velvet on the tongue, isn't it? It's a kind of yeah
0: yeah, it has the green uh, mogar.:
1: Yeah yeah his, uh, his left foot his left tongue is, I'd say a good inch bigger than the than the right. so
0: oh, wait, John, I, 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 you know, that's like similar to mine, to be honest. Yeah like,
1: um, that's, that's weird. How does that happen? Surely does a size guide? that like it has to be this size how do they how do you go too big
0: yeah i have no idea
1: it's so weird i just did you know what i i because maybe because they're churning them out one after another one after another now then actually paying attention it's just one of those when like again qc yeah it's fine yeah and off it goes you know the shoe it's wearable go on off you go yeah these people aren't going to care. Ah, they're going to pay money for it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's
0: the thing. Like they're selling them straight away and people aren't going to return them because they're not going to get another pair.
1: Yeah, that's like me you know? with my so... paras, man. When I have my, my, Nike, guess, yeah, the, the all white paras, the toe box is wonky <laughs> on the front. Yeah. When you look straight down, it's like, oh God, why is it so bad? But I won't return them. Yes, you're never going to get it again. You have to pay through exactly. the nose to get it yeah again. Yeah, Sometimes I just deal with it. I even wrote to, uh, wrote to Nike on Twitter. And I asked him, can I get another pair? And they wrote back and said, I'm really sorry, but these are sold out. But what you can do is you can uh, send them back and we can refund you. And I was like, nah, I think I'll hold on to them instead. I, I know I'm not going to resell them on or or anything like that because I know they're, they're, they're personal for me. Yeah. So... Yeah, It's just easier for a wear.
0: but it is frustrating with the retail prices going up because even last week the union dunks came out, and I think they were 170 retail. Now, I know that like they've got the tear away upper and stuff like that, but that seems very, very excessive for a dunk low. Yeah,
1: what's 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 a regular price 100 quid? 100, yeah, 110, yeah.
0: 100 or 110, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I an know. extra 60 or 70 quid. That's
1: just just as union's names on it.
0: Yeah, maybe I haven't haven't seen them in hand, so I don't know. Maybe they're quality wise, maybe they are very very good. I know the box is pretty cool and stuff, so it's nice. It's a nice little set that you get when you when you get the pair. But
1: yeah, but it's it's is it worth it though? Is it worth that extra sixty quid? You know, it probably costs them fifty cent for to make the box. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) true. You know, (laughs) I I know they are. I think the, the that icy blue one is probably the best of.
0: Three? I yeah I, I would say so yeah yeah
1: i do i i get it um but 180 i don't know still
0: if they had jumped it up to 140 or something because they've got that extra material on the upper and stuff like that then fair enough and i I'd, I'd agree with that but yeah i don't know i just don't get it yeah why no, it's jumped it, up so much uh but I know that I think like Jordan ones are going up an extra tenner and stuff like that as well. So like everything is slowly increasing. So you'd like to think that you're gonna start getting a better product as well. Yeah. But which, no, which we're not definitely not, no.
1: No, no, that's <laughs> not gonna happen. Sure, I can go back through my, my Jordan boxes. I have price tags on Jordan Fours for one twenty nine ninety nine. Uh Jesus.
0: You know. And they're what, two hundred now for a Jordan Fours? Yeah,
1: one ninety nine ninety nine. Like it's just, I didn't even, it is weird. it's weird. There's this weird thing that happens. You don't pay attention to the price. You go, I want it, and you pay for it.
0: And, and then, then when, you wor- yeah, worry about it later.
1: And then <laughs> when you bring it home, and you put it beside your other ones, and then you go, wait a minute. That, I only bought a pair back in less than 10 years ago for $129.99, and now I've paid $199.99.
0: Yes, at what point? At what intrigue. point
1: did I see that happening? I I didn't even realize I didn't see it. Yes, happening. It
0: goes up. It goes up a tenner here and there, and
1: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> then all you of a sudden, know it. it's like yeah. it's sixty, seventy quid in the difference in the space of ten years. Yeah, and the worst thing is the quality is nowhere near as good as it was before.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you if you were getting top top quality shoes every single time, you'd happily pay it. Like if you got something that was as good as I don't know, something like the Monarchs. Yeah. Where you've got this really premium material, really well-made shoe. If you're getting that every single time, you'd be happy out. Yeah. But you're definitely.
1: not. You're not. Not at all. Because even
0: like, do you know what? The... I have the Jordan 4 Union. They were at 250 retail. Didn't get them for retail. but
1: <laughs> Don't reveal that number. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, 20 over retail. <laughs> um, But yeah, they're... they're decent quality shoe but i wouldn't say they're anything amazing i don't think they're worth 50 quid more retail than a a regular jordan 4 i think you know
1: like i think it's just because of that extra stitching on the tongue that's what costs that 50 quid (laughs) 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 yeah yeah but no that is that is a great pair though I, it is a great pair. It is. I don't know, does anybody else know when they have the Jordan 4 compared to a regular Jordan 4, but that shoe is way bigger.
0: Yeah, it feels much chunkier.
1: It feels chunkier, feels heavier. Um, there's loads of space in it. You'd nearly even half a size down on it because it's so bloody big. That's you what know, I've I, noticed.
0: I don't think they're as comfortable as other Jordan 4s, but maybe that's just <laughs> because of the size of the shoe or something. But Yeah, I know. I don't about. think they're as comfortable for a day
1: yeah it's and you know what? it's the same with i find with the off-white sale jordan fours they're just as bad with heaviness bigger chunkier not as comfortable as a regular jordan four all right
0: i think it's the materials on the upper it has to be because you you get like a nice soft leather or suede upper on a on a jordan four you could wear them all day yeah, and you're fine. Maybe it's just the change in materials because there's that there's the mesh on the unions and it's that kind of different material on the on the off white fours. Maybe that's it.
1: Yeah. Or it's, it's, I know some people who complain about the the bread fours. They say the bread fours are absolutely horrible. And personally I've never had an issue with it. Um a lot of people have. They said they cut the heels off them. 'em. They're just very uncomfortable. I don't know. It's just one of those things.
0: Hmm. No, no never. I never. Well, I don't have the the bread for, so I wouldn't know. But
1: wait, hold on a minute. What? What? You don't have the bread for us?
0: No. I thought you did. No.
1: Um.
0: I remember. I there was something else at the time where I was like, I kind of had to choose what I was going to go for. And I just I went for the other pair, whatever it was at the time. <laughs> whatever it was. Yeah. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I know. If, it's probably so. Maybe it's something I don't even have anymore. I don't know, but I'd have to check back and see.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I genuinely thought you had them as well. No.
0: Oh, no, no, God. I never got them. Yeah,
1: oh, you're gonna have to get them now. Yeah, I think so. I don't.
0: I, I I went back to get them like maybe this time last year, and I seen the prices. And I was like, oh, I can't pay that for. I know it's ridiculous for them. I just yeah, for something that'll probably be out in another couple of years again yeah give it yeah, it yeah
1: they're re retroing faster this year these times now as well yeah they're doing Absolutely. every
0: it seems like they're doing it every five years
1: yeah yeah before it was like every 10 or 12 now it's like every four maybe even yeah like i know the the cement force, the white cement that's coming back rumored to come back this year uh i had my pair got back in 2016. Is it twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen? I think it was.
0: Yeah, I think I think they were twenty sixteen pair.
1: I think twenty sixteen. You know, yeah. if if COVID didn't happen, uh, I'm assuming that it would have been earlier.
0: Yeah, maybe might, it might have been last year.
1: Might have been last year, but like you know, just it's too quick. So I was like, I, I yeah, sold, it doesn't I, even
0: give the old pair a chance to crumble.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I I sold my my pair because I had a size nine. Because you know I had that issue with speed oh, of size yeah, right. nine. You're, you're, <laughs> your
0: feet shrunk over a couple of years.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had size nine, and then now, like, I got rid of the size nine to get um to wait for a, a size eight. So I'll get them when they come out. I'll get them, and I'll have my my pack complete again.
0: Do you have the military blue?
1: I have the military blue. Yes, I sent them off to uh, Garrett over a sneaker surgery. at yeah, sold out actually. Oh, right. uh, nice. To get them repainted and yellow because they are horrible <laughs> I mean, are they a size 9 as well a, now this is what's weird right they are size 9 i got them in hong kong in 2007 i walked into a shop and i went whoa military blues just sitting on the shelf i was like i'll take those so i wear them no problem as a size 9 but yet, if you gave me a size 9 today, they just don't fit. It's really that's weird. Strange. That's very it is, strange. It's so strange. I, I don't know, like, what's happened. Somewhere, and this is the reason why I'm like, well, how, like I, I'm a size 8, but yet the size 9 from then fits. Maybe because it's a smaller built shoe, I don't know. And the shoes now are much bigger and more roomier. Uh, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, that's very odd. Unless you just bought fakes over there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Like, uh, you wouldn't have got that good quality fakes nah, back no, then.
1: Not a chance. No way back then.
0: Um, actually, yeah, before we move on, so I mentioned there, so I got the Supreme uh, Dunk Highs um, and the Concepts Pack the Air Max 1s. So I've got the... The far outs and the mellows here and the heavies are on the way. And just actually for anyone, if anyone's looking to get um, any pair, I got the heavy pair of Goat. Goat shipped to Ireland and they include all taxes now. And it was probably about forty or fifty quid cheaper than Stock X. So just if anyone is looking to check out Goat now because the prices do seem to be a little bit better than uh, than Stock X. So I was delighted with that. I think I got them for like maybe fifty over retail, and I think they're probably about hundred over retail and on StockX, maybe. I, I can't remember, but it wasn't I as I was happy enough with the price; it was it go a good bit cheaper. Um,
1: How does that happen? Usually, like a price is fairly steady uh, across the board.
0: So I think, and maybe maybe I'm wrong with with this, but I think StockX have a higher charge for the taxes. And because I'm pretty sure with the mellow pair was the sneakers or the mellow pair was the sneakers exclusive over here. I don't think it went to stores. And the heavy pair was the sneakers exclusive over in the States. Okay. And I think just more people got it over there and it was a little bit cheaper. And because the tax is cheaper, like more people had them in hand. Over there, because I know that like it seemed like everyone got the mellows here, mm, yeah, and like okay. the heavies were in a few stores and they didn't release on sneakers, yeah. Um, and I think it was flipped for the US, okay. so I think more people had them in hand in the US, and because they have cheaper taxes, it just ended up being cheaper to get them off goat because goat is still probably 90% US based,
1: yeah. Okay, makes okay, I suppose that makes sense, yeah. Because maybe I'm
0: just talking complete shite, but. <laughs> I think that was it. But, but it makes sense though. Because yeah, it makes obviously sense
1: yeah, it makes sense because obviously stock X is is pretty much global now. So yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, and Goat's only kinda of starting to make that move now because they've I think I got like bought off GOAT once or twice before and I remember sitting there waiting for delivery day, hoping to God he didn't have me a a little slip thing to pay like hundred quid in customs charges. But I got yeah, away yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah
1: um messenger mark it down as a gift please <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, do you know horse- what
0: I got um I got my pair of Oxford Tans Oxford Tan UZ 350 off goat a couple of years ago and when they arrived there was a little note they had been checked by customs but the little box was ticked saying that they were sports shoes and the value was under $100 so they uh, there was no additional charge Oh wow! Did, I Someone get, done
1: you a big favor.
0: Yeah. So I was absolutely delighted with that because they didn't cost me under a hundred. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hundred dollars. So
1: yeah. Maybe yeah, add an extra it. zero on those now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have given up in the in in getting dunks now because like I do this thing where. You get the first lot because the quality is going to be insane. And then they've really buffed up on the thickness of the mic guards. The the laces are better. The all around the shoe much better. But as they drip feed it more and more and move down the line, the the materials get less and less. And then they become that elastic y kind of shoelace. That's when I'm like I'm done.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah I, I, I don't I don't need any more of those. Like the first lot with the, the Royal Blues, the Syracuse, um, oh, yeah. the, the Goldenrods, the Michigans. Um, that whole period, what was that, 2019, I think? 2019,
0: you know, 2020? 19 or 20, yeah. Like, They're yeah. all the SPs. All the SPs, Specials, yeah. uh, And they are unbelievable. Un- the size of the mudguard on them.
1: Sure. The That's quality of the letter, yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. But then as it moved on. It was like, oh, okay. Now, when I heard that, like, that ASOS were getting dunks, I was like, ah, that's it. <laughs> Every Joe was gonna have a pair. No, I. It's great. It's great for the sneaker culture to see people having different ranges now. You know, it's getting the dunks. I grew up with dunks, so it's great to see that uh, like everyone's getting the 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 love that what I had. When I had them first. And they're all doing it. So maybe the culture might slowly... That's where they're going to start from. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, If if it ends up like other stuff... Like, like the last time we had a bit of a, a dunk wave. When was that? 2013 or so? Uh, that would have been it? Or 2015?
1: No, 2013. 2015, 2013. Yeah,
0: 2015 yeah. is when it kind of started dying. Yeah. And like once that wave started coming down people just dropped everything from dunk and look i suppose a lot of that coincides with yeezys coming out and with boost going up to that top tier of being the shoe to have so maybe that's why and everyone just like i'm getting rid of everything i want or everything i have because i want yeezys and i want boost so maybe that's a little bit of the reason behind it but yeah, I'm kind of I'm in the same I'm in the same boat as you. I, I kind of hope that this this wave of dunks and stuff, fair enough. It's it's gonna it's gonna fall. It's not going to be the hot shoe anymore. But if they kind of keep bringing them out, and I'd like to see people still have dunks in their rotation and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's a simple have shoe. It, yeah, exactly. Like it's hard to get it wrong.
1: Yeah, you um, can like and and do you know what. I think it's one of the only pairs that are brave enough to keep doing different color variations, that don't look crap. Yeah. You know, like I, I know you like you always talk about Yeezys and stuff, but like at some point Yeezys come out, they're like colorways terrible. Next one, oh that's great. Next one, uh, it's not great. Next one, no it's not great. The next minute, the next four or five are great. Dunk after dunk that's coming out. The colorways after colorways are they're banging. I love them. I won't yeah. buy them, but I love them. I'm like, I'm not. This is great. I love that they keep changing it in a way that is featuring for people. That's kind of like basic, but yet effective. Yeah, it's 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 so good.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. But you, they yeah. need to sort out the quality. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, like I've seen a few of the newer ones. I haven't bought any just because. Well, look, you know me. I've got twenty odd pairs of dunks, so I don't really need to get every pair that's coming out. Um, but yeah, I've seen a few in hand just in, in different stores and stuff when I was away and they're awful. Like they're like the, the the plasticky of the plasticiness or whatever of the of the leather or quote unquote leather upper. Um, it's terrible. Yeah, like the shape I mean, of them is really bad. Even like even down to the lace quality, like you said, the laces are really really poor quality laces.
1: Yeah, that elasticated lace, it's it's weird. If like if you obviously compare it to the SP, which is the regular style of lacing, and um, it's there's it a huge difference.
0: Yeah, yeah, big time.
1: Like I'm looking at I'm looking at a pair of pandas that are on the floor here beside me, that are themselves, and. Okay, black and white. Can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, stylistically, I think it's a really, really good shoe. Like, yeah. You you cannot go wrong with, with that Panda Dunk.
1: No, you can't. And it, to be honest, it is better than the high. I'll is the high the... bad, is it? <sighs> There's an argument over if it is or not. In my opinion, I think the low is better. I right. don't know. Maybe because the high has got more material. I don't know. But I think the view the, the 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 look of the low is much more appealing than the high of it. it just it looks better on foot
0: yeah yeah, I think i for something like that I think the the low would look better I think if I was going to pick one or the other i would pick i'd pick the low yeah
1: and it's it's like the golden rod. the high is better than the low yeah. you know when you see the low compared to the high right it mm, doesn't work. Yeah, I actually, don't
0: know, I think that goldenrod low, that was kind of the turning point for dunks. That was when they started sitting. And that was when you started seeing not just one colorway every two weeks. You're seeing like two colorways every weekend. Yeah. yeah and that was true. when it seemed like they just went, here you go. Have at it. Here's all the dunks you'll ever need. And yeah, yeah, yeah just... that's, that's
1: true, because I was in Dublin and I was talking to uh, Keen Keen Valentine. Because uh, he works in Foot Locker. And I was like, so what's the story? Any heat coming? He's like, no, no heat. We don't get nothing, we don't get nothing anymore. We only got those crappy goldenrod low dunks. They were sitting on the shelf. And he's like, I was like, what's the story? Are they selling? He's like, nah, no one's interested. So yeah, at, at that point, it more than likely was the turning point.
0: Well, that kind of goes back to the point from earlier. It's like, if it doesn't sell out straight away, and, like, it's not reselling or it's not that hype collab. Mm-hmm. It sits and it'll go on sale or it'll end up in a in an outlet somewhere.
1: Yeah. And what's weird is when it ends up in the outlet, it all gets sold out then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you see that red label. You're like, this must be a good deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Even yeah. Even though, like, yeah. the shoe is, like, 99 99 and we're selling it for, like, 94 99 or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which is mad because if I go back to my days collecting dunks in shops, they were sitting in shops. And I was like, I'm buying them. Yeah. Now my mentality is like, if they're sitting on the shelf, there's, something's wrong. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's weird. Because I'm like, yeah, if it's sh- sitting on the shelf, there's, I, I, I'm not, like, I know I'm a sucker for hype as well, just like you. But, yeah, when I see it, I'm like, no, nah, I can't. I won't bring myself to it. It's I'm. Mean, I'll just, I'll wait. Because that, what is it, 110? That 110 could go towards, like, my what the balls? You know, I could just save yeah. that money to get something I really, really want.
0: Yeah, that's true. If you kind of think of it that way, you're like, right, well, if I don't spend 100 quid every week for the next four weeks or five weeks, then I can get the what the Pauls or, or whatever else it might be. So you kind yeah. of put that aside. Pretty much. I kind like, of think well, of it Think of it that way.
1: Like, since January, I've only got the Paras, Paras Air Max Ones um the what the Pauls? I got the Yeezy slides and I have a big one coming next week that um if you want to tune in next week to find out what I get you can wait <laughs> <laughs> but like that's only four pairs in the last four months because I didn't jump in to get GRs or any dunks that I've liked because I'm like no I really really want this instead. Yes yeah. the other pairs you know they're I'm paid resale in those for over three hundred mark, and I'm like, oh, just you know what? No point in buying a a regular when I want that instead. Save the money. So it it makes more sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm the same as you. I've I've only picked up four this year. Um, one for one for retail, and then the other is I was happy enough with the price that I paid. But yeah, I'm the same. If there's nothing. Like I've tried for a good few things at retail. Like I tried for the Polaroid Dunks. Um, uh, I do quite like that pair.
1: Oh, you'll have to um, Jack, if you're listening. Stephen, <laughs> you can sort Steven out, right? Jack has a pair <laughs> and he'll sort you out. I know he will. Go on, Jack.
0: <laughs> See, I'm I'm into I'm I'm into them for the extra laces because you have every yes. color S B lace that you'll ever need.
1: Seven pairs of laces. What the hell?
0: Yeah. And like, yeah. And like oh, you're paying an extra like tenor. For those laces so it's it's well worth it because if you were to buy those laces off like <laughs> one of the lace websites you'd spend a hundred quid just getting the seven pairs of laces.
1: <laughs> this is mental I've never seen anything like
0: them. no and I'm, I'm I'm all for it. I absolutely love that about the pair. I do think I was actually speaking to Phil about it last week. I met Phil um and we were having a chat about them. I think it was the day that they came out and he's he said it to me he was like he doesn't he didn't didn't like that release. He was like for a company like Polaroid to collab on a shoe like a Nike SB dunk, it's very plain. Like you think for some for considering what we've seen on, on SB dunks over the years, and then for a company like Polaroid, you think that it would be something mental, almost like the the civilist SB or something. Yeah. You know, I know like what you're
1: where
0: saying. it's like it was very it was quite toned down. Um Considering who was involved in in the collaboration,
1: maybe they're in in their eyes, they're probably thinking it's just a shoe we're collaborating with, it's not a big deal. And I guess they don't see much into it than what stores would see. Yeah, maybe you know, they're probably thinking, Oh, yeah, different colors, swooshes. Yeah, that's cool. That's like giving it the Polaroid effect. Okay,
0: (laughs) yeah, I do like them though, I think they're very cool.
1: Yeah, I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I i just i don't know i think it's the whole black
0: yeah like i think they could have done so much more like even yeah. if i had been i don't know like if they had like know, they have the all the different layered colored swooshes on the side right. if they had that as like a stripe down the middle and then like even the inside was white and the outside was black kind of like the the way the homage to home is but with like a, a colored stripe down the middle something like that would have been
1: yeah, there's so yeah, much more interesting. Do. Yeah, yeah, so there's, much there's that they could have so done, much done much.
0: and they just refuse to do any of
1: it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. If, from what I would gather, it's a lack of interest. I just I can't see a company like Polaroid who have no interest in shoes. Have a full like, yeah, OK, I, I think we could do this, 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 and this. But they probably just went, you do whatever. And if we think it looks good. OK, we'll go with that.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: You know, because I I can't, I genuinely can't see them being that involved.
0: Yeah, as I suppose you look at all of the bigger collabs over the last few years and the better collabs, a lot of them are with skate stores and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, The the skate stores are going to know what they're talking about. Yeah. Actually,
0: we'll go on then. To a couple of listener questions. So yes. We had Galway Kicks, who Who, asked us. Who I
1: yeah, who I recently found out, which was really strange, had sold out. Galway Kicks. He was standing there setting up, right? This is mad. He was standing there setting up. And his father was standing there. And I was like, I know that guy. Where do I know him from? I couldn't put my finger on it. I said it to Nigel. I was like, do you recognize him? He's like, no, I, no, I don't know him. He goes, go ask him. I said, well, why not? I went up to him and I was like, I recognize you. I know, it's fairly random these days, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I recognize you. Where do I know you from? And he's like, do you play darts? I said, I, <laughs> I play for Claire. And he's like, I play for Offaly. I was like, ah, <laughs> the week before sold out, the, the Intercounties Championship was on up in Trim. And sure, like everyone knows, I, I, I play for Claire and I was managing Claire that weekend. And that's where I spotted him. He plays for Offaly. And it was bugging the life out of me for ages. It's like those things when you're sitting down watching bloody television and someone comes on and goes, oh, he's from that film. <laughs> 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 that's exactly what I felt like. And yeah, it, it's mad to see a fellow dart player whose son is getting into the sneaker industry, into the culture of it all. Oh, you know, which is mad because usually you'd separate the two, you know. Yeah, let's Two completely different uh, interests.
0: Small world. Yeah. Isn't it? Small
1: world. Uh, I just
0: yeah. literally no crossover between sneakers and darts. Not, none. Zero. You you were the crossover. <laughs> I,
1: I am the only crossover. Like at the at the dance event, one of the guys came up to me and he goes, aren't you the guy that was, I was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. And like. You know, I don't know, like many listeners, they're probably bored them off, off their heads now, but like when it comes to darts, you have to wear a dark shirt, black pants, black shoes. You know, that's the way it goes because it's got to do with professionalism. I hate black shoes, <laughs> normal black shoes that you would wear. So I'm like, I've always been trying to fish around what should I wear, what should I wear. And then I'm finding out recently they're kind of easing off. It can be a black runner. So I'm like, I wore my triple black uh, 700s. Yeah, nice. You know, <laughs> comfort, stylish, plain arts. Why not? But yeah, so that's that's my story with Callaway kicks. Before we continue on,
0: <laughs> excellent, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he asked, uh, "Where do you see the Irish sneaker scene in five years?"
1: That's so, it's a great question.
0: Yeah, and I was, I was thinking about it the last couple of days, and and it's it's tough because it's so new, um, and I kind of. I'll link it in, so I was in in New York a few weeks ago, and the glaring difference, so like, there's still obviously there's still a lot of reselling and stuff like that, but there seems to be another level above where we are in Ireland, and it's kind of almost like a a pride in the culture that they've had growing from the 80s, when, like, New York, the Air Force One, or they're called the Uptowns over there, that, that was the shoe to have in the 80s and 90s um, and the superstar and stuff like that. And they have this history. And then obviously with Jordan and Jordan's coming out, that kind of culture, it's ingrained in the culture over there. And there's this sort of, it felt like there was this sort of pride in wearing, not just the latest sneaker, but your favorite sneaker and wearing an the ground. Uh, like, yeah, it just seemed like there was that sort of extra little bit Of culture over there whereas over here you wouldn't see it quite as much now obviously it's a much different scale that we're talking here um but it seems like over there the flex is to wear your favorite sneaker regardless of what it is Mm -hmm. regardless of how much it's worth or anything like that whereas over here the flex is to get a pair not to wear the pair um and it's yeah, I think that's something that over the next five years, I liked it. I'd like to think that that will completely change and that the flex becomes, I'm wearing this pair because I think it's glass and I don't care what anyone else thinks about it because we just don't have that here. Like, yeah. And look, it's true default. No one's fault. It's, it's very new here. And that's something that's been built over the last kind of 30 years or so in, in the US and the UK and places like that. Uh, But I like to think over the next five years or so, you're going to get to a place where you'll see people going. It's not like selling isn't the be all and end all of of sneakers, and it's I got this pair, and instead of flexing a W and then selling it on straight away, you're flexing a W, and you're throwing on your feet, and you're walking around Dublin or Limerick or anywhere, and you're going, Yeah, I have these, and I love them, and I think that was the glaring difference between. New York and and Ireland. Um, and look, it's something that we probably have to build on ourselves over here just because of how new it is. It's just it's a sneakers are, are kind of a, a hype trend at the moment in general society. So hopefully that if the hype does ever die or anything like that over the next few years that we'll be able to kind of that people will stay in it because they just love the sneakers and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I see, yeah, I see that as well. I see that the, the f- to wear the flex or to, to, to have the flex outweigh, uh, to hold it outweighs you wearing it. I've yeah. seen I, I even I even get people say that to me when I wear, let's say, my Travis 4s. You know what? They were like 1,500. I'm like, I only wear to the, I wear them because I like them. I want to wear them. It's my personal collection. I'm not worried about the price. Even I was talking to Pat and I met him in Kildare Outlet last week after sold out. And I was like, Oh nice. And he was like, Yeah, you know, like what's what's it's not a big deal, is it? It's it's a Jordan one fragment, Travis Scott. The name outsees the the shoe itself. And I only wear it to the value that I see it at. And to me, I paid money for it, I wear it. I'm not paying money to hold it on a shelf. I want to wear it. And when I met some guy at dinner the other night, and he said, oh, fragment ones. And he goes, I went up my tippy toes and I creased his whole box. And he went, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. This this is the, the ingrained culture that is slowly taking over which I, I do. I know what you mean. Like in America, it's you're wearing a with more pride, but I think in the, our Eastern side, not there, is it? Our, <laughs> yeah. Us Eastern side compared to the Americans, even in, in the UK and, and, and some of Europe, it's, it's kind of that ingrained culture now that the price is more valuable than actually wearing it.
0: Yeah. No, don't, don't get me wrong. Like in the U S there's a lot of resell and I have no problem with reselling like, people are going to make money and if they can make money off sneakers, they will. So I've, I've no issues with that. Um, but yeah, I do think that there's more than ever. There's such, there's such a huge focus on what's this pair worth. Like, yeah. yeah there's, it's, it, it's not like I I'm wearing this pair because I really, mm-hmm. really like it. It's like, I'm wearing this pair because it's my most valuable pair. Yeah, you know, and I'll I'll tiptoe around, and then I'll run home and scrub them clean, put them back in the box, and maybe sell them on. And look, that's fine if that's what people are into; that's fair enough. But I think over the next five years, if anything happens to like the hype, where like if if anything moves on from, because like it's it's so big now. Like we were saying earlier, like you've got these big releases every week, and they're instantly selling out when there's resale. If anything happens to that where it slows down, people aren't, They're not if you, or if, if there's any sort, of, even any sort of recession or a financial downturn and people don't have that extra cash to pay resale, you're going to, like the US would be a lot less impacted by that than here. I think we would lose, potentially lose a lot of people from like the sneaker culture in Ireland if sneakers lose their value. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I just I like to think that over the next couple of years with events, even with events like sold out, you get you got people talking in a room, same with what Phil and James did with coffee and kicks. You have people in there talking about shoes, and people always wore their favorite shoes to the event, and it's people just chatting about something that they that they enjoy. And I'd like to think that that's going to continue to grow, so that we do have that kind of a, a backbone to the to the culture so that if there is if there's ever anything that happens you're not going back to a stage where it was like just 10 sneakerheads in the in, in the country <laughs> again um, but you get you're at a stage where you have this core like large group of people who are always going to be in it yeah it, uh, uh, and i'd like to think that we're going to get to that stage over the next five years because I look,
1: hope, yeah th- i hope that's, so too i think it might you know i'm i'm just in my head, I'm thinking, you know, in the U.S., you have Jordan 1s, which was like the be-all and end-all. If you had a Jordan 1, you were like, you were the shit. In yeah. the U.K., you've got the grime, the hip-hop. They had Air Max 95s, Air Max 1s. You know, that's the culture for them.
0: Yeah, even like the terrace shoes, the, yeah. the Adidas terrace
1: shoes. You know, they they all have these... A singular shoe that they all grew up with that set them off, right? I'm just, this is just a brainwave that just caught on right now. I never thought of it because until we've just talked about it. Dunks. Is dunks that's happening right now going to be the wave that sets off in 20 years time when people are sneaker collectors? Or the culture is getting huge, and people are going to go, Dunks was the shoe for us that got us into. It could be that that could be the relative shoe, like they have the Jordan ones, the, the Air Max 95s, or, or what do they call them? The 110s. You know, like that the, the Dunks could be the shoe in Ireland that sets it all off.
0: It could be. It's like, and like, if you think of it, if, if you look back, and some of the guys that we know have been collecting for a long time in Ireland, a lot of them. Like, if you look at the the background that they've had, Phil, a lot of his comes from from music, and like mm-hmm. Phil, if anyone doesn't know, Phil is a DJ. So that kind of music scene. Uh, no, maybe I am completely wrong. You're probably I'll get a I'll get a message after this uh, saying that I was wrong. <laughs> but I think a lot of his why he loves sneakers came from being in music and having an interest in that side of it. You've got guys like just do runners and Peter Kennedy or like Air Max heads, and. I was kind of like growing up in Dublin. And look, you could see it in Dublin. I grew up with it as well. Air Max were huge, but that was their background in it. And then you've got guys like uh, like John and Paul in our, in our group who are big into Jordans. And Dave, uh, Dave Moore as well, because they grew up with, with Jordans. But they're kind of small little pockets here Smarties and there. We never really had one massive thing that brought us all together. And I suppose looking back, Maybe even Yeezys brought that here because that was the first time where you really had proper madness around releases in Ireland.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And everyone wanted to have Yeezys, and it's the same with Dunks now. Uh, but it's, uh, it's 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 definitely a lot bigger. Like sneakers are a lot bigger now than they were when Yeezys were coming out. But I think Yeezys yeah, like,
1: as well was more fashion orientated. Yeah than lifestyle streetwear. Yeah, true. So so in that sense, yeah, I can see it, it brought a lot of the 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 Blenciaga fans, the the I I don't even know the rest of those bloody names. <laughs> I just walk past them every time I'm in BT. But you know all those range of <laughs> yeah. people that love those shoes, that brought them in to the easy range. But the dunks haven't brought those people into that range. It's brought a whole new category of people.
0: Which yeah. Which is
1: mad because, like, those people all fell off. Once Easy started dying off, all those people went back. They went back to their Balenciagas. They went back to their chunky fashion shoes, you know, their Louis Vuitton's, their their Gucci. You know, they, went, they all went back to those. Yeah. Those people aren't coming for dunks this time around. That's true. Which is mad. You can, it's a, it could be the shoe.
0: Yeah very easily be and that's what i'm kind of hoping that a lot of people will like let's be honest a lot of people are coming into it for the money like it's because people can make money off it and they are they're coming in because they can make a couple of quid but i'm hoping that they come in for the money but they stay because they realize that there is a proper little community that's growing here and they'll look at the shoe for what it is and they'll realize that shoes actually are kind of cool in a nerdy way. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that they'll I... actually stay for, for the shoe itself. So that if anything ever does happen to, to reselling down the line, you still got that that core group. And you've got yeah. that those like people that just love shoes.
1: Like I know I know a couple of guys who are resellers and no fault. Of them. They're always very open. They'll tell you, I'm only in it because I want to sell. I yeah, want to make money. Enough. Like that's fair enough. But what I have noticed is the more that they are selling, the more they're going. Hmm, I kind of like this shoe. I kind of, I'm, I, you know, I'm not selling that one. I'm keeping that one as a personal. Um, th- no, I'm not selling that one either. That's a personal. So they're slowly, slowly but surely becoming sneaker fanatics. At the same time, while selling. And I think this is amazing because over in the UK, sellers are sellers. That's it. I've seen it all the time. Um, they're just they're just mad to sell it and done. They don't care. They'll they'll wear beat pairs all day long. Over here, it there's a there's a strange thing happening where they are interested genuinely over the course of time. They're starting to love the shoe that they're selling, and then they'll, they'll hold on to it. and They won't sell it. And a couple of sellers have not sold as much and became. More into the sneaker collecting, so it's it's happening. At the same time, they're go they're both they were on a one way lane, and then now they've kind of crossed over, and they're they're rotating in between two now. And you know, what, I I love to see it because like that being over in the UK, when I see the sellers and they're selling and they're just selling, 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 selling and right, do you like anything? No. <laughs> selling. Like I, I I know a guy over there. He was at crep City and he was at Sneakerness, I think. And I asked him, genuinely said, what's your biggest, uh, who's your biggest uh, buyers? And he said, the, the Arabs here in the UK and people over in Dubai always contact me and want me to sell from here over there. And I said, do you hold on to yourself? He said, "Nope. All goes out the door. Second comes in, goes out the door. I go. This is absolutely madness. Do you not like anything? Nope. Just in it to make money. It's my business. No. Okay. Fair enough. So I, I think you know some people just don't have the interest in it.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, it, like it is. It is what it is. Like I, I am happy to see that there are more people coming into into sneakers, whether it's for selling or not. But like I said, what I want to see is. No, I think it's definitely different in the UK because it's been around a bit longer over there. Um, so maybe it got to a point. It kind of gets maybe it got to a point where it's like you've got the sneakerheads on one side and you have got the sellers on one side. But like I do agree, where it's kind of a a big mix of it all over here right now.
1: I think yeah, I think it's because people they see other people who are the collectors. And they see what they're interested in. And, and, and like, you know, even myself, I'd buy off these people. He's buying off me. And, you know, then some form of respect happens. And then you become friends. And then you talk more about shoes. You talk about what's happening. Or did you get this? Did you get that? And then all of a sudden, it just steamrolls all into one. And they yeah. and they become a part of like, oh, I like collecting As well as selling because I know if I I can sell I can make money to buy other shoes. So it's you know in a way it's a win win really for some of them.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think like that's kind of that whole because it's so new here, that whole circle of I'm getting these shoes in because I can make money off them. Then you get them in and you talk to other people who are into it and you realize like you might learn a little bit about them and like you to listen to the history of the the dunk, and you look back at other pairs of dunks, and then all of a sudden, you really really like dunks. So you start keeping a few pairs of dunks for yourself, and you're not selling as many. And yeah, then eventually you've got a you've got a sneakerhead there. It's like uh, yeah, the birth of a sneakerhead. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, just and... I think it's just it's different now to when we would have started collecting. We started yeah. collecting. It was you go into a shop and you buy a pair of shoes that you like. Now it seems to be. You get into shoes because uh, the shoes are funding your nights out or they're funding something else, like paying for your car or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you kind of realize, actually, I do kind of like these. And then you get into it that way. So I think it's kind of the way it's growing in Ireland is very, very different to the way it's grown in other countries. Because like I said, in the US, they had Michael Jordan growing up and everyone wanted Michael Jordan's shoes. Um or like in the UK, if you were going to a football match, you, had, you could wear in your Adidas terrace shoes and, and stuff like that, like your gazelles and sambas and all those sort of things. Yeah. We didn't have anything like that over here. So maybe this is our way of of growing and getting into the culture. And I'm hoping that I'm hoping that in the next five years we have a proper established culture where there's just loads of people that just love sneakers for just for the sake of loving sneakers, because they love how they look.
1: Yeah, I I hope so too. Because like I know you, um, I know like the likes of even Dave's touched on it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Myself, uh, Phil, you know we we've all been into it when no one was into it, yeah. and we always felt like we were on our own. There was no one interested in like what we got. Like you could talk to your friends and like. I'm going off playing hurling. You know? <laughs> and you're like, but I like, you know, have you seen these shoes? They're so cool. They're Jordan. Jordan, who cares? You know? Yeah. But now, like, even us, we're slotting into the community with all these people. And they're all going, oh, Tiff and Steven. And they've been around for ages. But, like, you know, they're not being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a hierarchy of sneakerheads. Because that thing exists over in the UK um, where you're like. I'm better than you because I've been around longer, you know?
0: Yeah, like Connor kind of touched on it with the Air Max ones. Yeah. Where it's like, who are you? You're, you're only a, a child. Yeah. You can't be into Air Max ones because I'm I'm 40. So I know what Air Max ones are. You're only 20. So you haven't a clue. And, you know, it's and weird. <laughs> it
1: is weird. And I'm glad that like that it's not going to happen here because yeah. it's been so spread out over the course of time. For, for me, what is it, nearly 20 years. And I'm starting to see a lot of the community-based people. Are, I'm interacting with them. I'm talking to them. There's no snobbery. You know, the same for yourself and everyone else that's involved. Yeah. We're, we're welcoming. You know, everyone is welcome to be part of this. No one's going to be subjected to being like, oh, psh, you're only new. You only like, dunks go away. No.
0: <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, the ultimate goal for this podcasts and other stuff that we might do in the future is to make a a massive community in ireland so that everyone kind of feels welcome whether they're in it to sell or whether they're in it and they're only aware and they only buy stuff that hits the sales or whatever like what we want to do is just get as much people as possible into it so that you have people to talk to and you can go to an event, whether it's an event where there's 10 people sitting in a room chatting over a, a coffee or over a pint yeah, just about sneakers. Or if you're going to something like sold out and it's a room full of like 500, 600, a thousand people selling and chatting and there's music and whatever, that's what you want to get to. Can,
1: that's the exact, to that's have something to
0: like that in Ireland where there's like regular events or you can, Reach out to someone and say, "I'm knocking about town now. And I'm going to meet up with such and such. Do you want to come in for a chat? And we can, yeah, hang out, pop up. into the shops, and you know, like look around, see what's on shelves, and just yeah, yeah, hang out, make it a welcoming community and culture for people to like to, to feel comfortable in. I think that that's something that I know what you mean. It's not really there yet. Yeah, it's not it's but, not
1: there yet, but I think we're we're getting there. Like, yeah. like I was saying, for, for me, 20 years ago, it's like I'm the only person here on this side of Ireland. There's nobody around that's in here. Yeah, I I'd go up to Dublin maybe twice a year, and I'd see nobody wearing anything. And I'm the only person wearing a pair of dunks walking down the street or a pair of Jordans. The other person that might be here is probably mixed in with all these hundreds of people. I'm never going to see him. And there's no connection. There's no nothing. There's no, ah, cool shoes, man. It's just people had no interest whatsoever. But definitely, I think in the next five years, it can be a case where you walk down Grassman Street and you go, oh, what's up, man? How's it going? How's it going? Ah, great pickup, you know? And these are all the people who are all interested in the same thing.
0: Yeah. That would be great.
1: That would be great. Because, like, that is then a whole community based where everybody loves what they love and they can go to events they can hang out or like generally like what we do sometimes in our group like if we pick up something we 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 help out a mate uh for retail you know we we do all that you know and it, that can happen
0: yeah and that's you know what, that's something that i really hope we can we can work on over the next couple of years because like retail hookups used to be so so common and now it's like you've been blessed by the Lord himself if someone hooks you up for retail. Like yourself and Andy, like with, with the mummies, for me, stuff like that is what I want to see more of. Just people helping other people out because it is pretty rare that you see it now.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, sure, Andy's all, he's done a favor for me as well when we've done a three-way deal between me, him, and Hugh. Um... Oh, yeah. I, I wanted the the orange pair of the camo nineties, and he had them in my size. Hugh had the veneers, I think it was. Was it the veneers? I think it was the veneers, yeah. And Andy wanted the veneers, and did I did I have something that Hugh wanted? And I gave Hugh no, sorry, yes, that's what it was. I gave Hugh the money, and. For, yeah, I gave Hugh the money, and then Andy sent me his pair, and Andy sent, or then Hugh sent Andy that pair. So it was a three-way deal, but all maintained within retail. Like that was insane. Yeah. So yeah, I, it was something like that. Anyways, it was rather than someone sending, I just sent the money to Hugh, and then it was swapped around, which was class. Yeah, Three- and that's
0: the sort of stuff you want to see. Yeah. Like people yeah. just they forget about, forget about the the money it's he I know he wants this shoe I want this and like just yeah just helping people out yeah it's really it's and it's like I hold some of those pairs that I've got I hold them in such high regard because of how I got them and I think that's something that a lot of people might not have touched on yet because they haven't been kind of collecting for that long or anything like that but when you get a pair in like in that sort of way you hold it so in such high regard compared to other pairs.
1: Oh, you do, definitely. Just because
0: you have that story behind it. Like I always say it about the Para Air Max 1s, how I got them in nowhere that day. Uh, and the same with the Mummies. And there's a couple other pairs that people just, they give you a, or even give you a good deal on because they know you really want them. Yeah. Um yeah. It's the little things like that that help the, the community grow.
1: It does. And I, I think that's so funny that we we talk about this when, I had done that uh, little documentary for that girl, Emma, uh, for her for her college. Uh, and she asked me, like, did I get a lot of my stuff do, for for resale? And I said, no, I get a lot. Pretty much maybe about 80 to 90 percent of my stuff is retail. And a couple of people stand around and I could see their minds were like, what? How? <laughs> How? Wait a minute. Their mind was blown. They couldn't believe it. Even Jack was like, this man gets everything for retail. And this is the reason why. We talk about this kind of stuff, like helping each other out. Some guy helped another guy out. We, and then, you know, the returns come back in favor. And there's my secret, people. That's how <laughs> I get a lot of my stuff for retail. You know, when you do one good thing, it gets returned. It, it's yeah. that classic, um, it, it's, it's good karma. You know, you put out what you get back. I'm a firm believer of that. And it, it, it works. You know, yeah, a lot of, 100%. I could, I could nearly count in my hand the amount of times I've paid resale. You know, I know there's people out there that would pay resale all the time. Now, this, is, this isn't to say to a lot of people that are listening to outdo someone else and try and do a bad deal. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> what I'm trying to say either. It's a case of building good relationships with people so that they understand, like, I, I know Cliff really likes those what the polls. You know, Matt has could have sold them to me for five hundred quid. You know. Yeah. But no, now nah, here, three twenty. You know. And I'm yeah. And they're oh, the sort
0: of things like, look, like I know in future, then if you're ever getting rid of stuff, you'll reach out to to Mattas yeah. and, like, you know, he's gonna be selling them, but you'll still give him a good deal, and then he can, because yeah, it helps out his business, because he helped out you. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's like all about. it's not about like whether you should resell or not resell. Like people are going to resell, and that's that's fair enough. It's part of the culture. Like like, but it's just tip. about doing little things. Not everything has to be about making as much money as possible. It can just be about helping people out.
1: Yeah, you know, you will you will come up with your, your good bit of extra cash as well. Yeah, which which is fine. I have no problem with that. Uh, but yeah, helping each other out, it, it's great. Because we are in an island that is stuck to the point where we literally get fuck all. Yeah. We do like nothing. Yeah. We get nothing. I have a friend here in Shannon and he his son is massive into sneakers and he's grown up and he's like I want and he went to sold out in Wickham Way his dad brought him that's who that's who my friend is and they came to Dublin to sold out too and he bought like three pairs of shoes up there and I was like Do you know what? I'm delighted for you because the stuff that he got I think he got some off-whites and some some Jordans and something else uh, I think he got some easy slides I'm like there is nowhere else where you're going to get this stuff yeah exactly you know, and his father was before sold his father was talking to me and telling me I was in Boston last week and I went to a sneaker store in Boston. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. You know, these, these shops like there's only what three in Dublin, I think that's it. Three, four. Three? Yeah, well,
0: you've, you've got offspring. uh, You've got size and you've got two foot lockers. You've got yeah. JD. You've well, got I mean, they said like that but.
1: I mean, in in sneaker reselling stores, you have what? Oh, reselling stores, sorry. Bush, One Kick, and St. Street. That's it. St. Street, yeah. Right? So he walked into a shop like that. Now, his father doesn't have no clue of all this kind of stuff at all. And he was like, oh, wow, they're really cool. I like those. And he gave his son a ring. And he was like, look, I'm looking at a pair of shoes that you want. Um, How much are they? They're advertising for, he said he can't remember the price, but they're advertising this price. And he's like, no way, that's, they're like 150 euros more than what I could buy them for here, for on StockX. And he's like, huh, okay, there's another pair here. Actually, there's three pairs here that you really want. And, and his dad was like, do you know what, I'll talk to your man. I'll see if he can do a deal. So he went up to him and he said, look, I'll buy those three off you if you knock like 50 quid off each one. And I'll buy the three off you. And he was like, nope. <laughs> that's the price and that's the price only. And he's like, but I'm giving you business. You say, like, no, that's the price and that's the price only. There'll be no deals. Say, like, well, I'm going to walk out of your shop without paying anything and you've no money. And I know you didn't pay that much money for those. So now you've got no money coming from me and I'm walking out of the shop. I'm winning here, not you.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose it depends on the shop as well because if it's a consignment store, they they can't be very flexible with the price because I'm sure... The consignee is setting a price where they're like, I don't want less than this. So, yeah, maybe that maybe there is a little bit of restriction there, but
1: but you know, it could be wiggled around. It could, I'm sure it's
0: sold out. If you went up to someone, someone like Mattis and said, I'm gonna buy these three pairs, if you can do a deal on the prices, he'd be like, Yeah, no, what? once he's not losing money, once he's still obviously keeping his business going, he would definitely be open to that. I think that's something. That we probably have in our favor over here I found that anytime I've kind of bought off resellers or sold to resellers in in Ireland they've always been willing to work really really well on prices yeah uh, and that's something that anytime I've look like as I bought off Mattis before he did a couple of good deals for me um I supplied to you as well I've done some really good deals with him and look, because you're going into those deals knowing this guy, if I'm selling him shoes, he's he needs to make money off it. So if you go in with the right mentality into into something like that, it's going to be a win-win for everyone.
1: Yeah, genuinely, I think so. Yeah, like you know, I like the time I got my Chicago's, uh, Chicago SBS it
0: was off sixty, was
1: it off sixty? You know, yeah. I gave him three pairs, no cash. I gave him three pairs, and he swapped. No, I know he's not doing that no more because he's full on. Uh, buys dead stock only now. He doesn't do trades. He doesn't do nothing, which is fine. Um, he's on another whole other level now, <laughs> <laughs> which is absolutely insane. Because like, it's just my yeah. It's it. Do you know what? Like, I could say like, maybe there's an ounce of like jealousy of like, <laughs> yeah, I could have done that. You know what I mean? But uh, you have to, yeah. you have to respect the hustle as well at the same time. Of course, hundred percent. These guys are going off like me and you going to work doing our jobs, and that's their job.
0: Oh, the amount of research and the amount of time and effort contacts that you have to have and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't even fathom how much work goes into it. And so, like, it's definitely hats off to anyone that can make money out of it and make it a, a real business. Fair play to them because it's definitely not easy.
1: It's definitely not easy. Like, we can sit back here. I know a load of people will sit here and say, "I hate resellers. I hate them, this and that." And I'm like, "Is it?" You try this? it, yeah. Yeah, you, you try, you try it. it and see how you, you can try out. it. You see how <laughs> it goes. You know, it, it's not easy. And I and I know I I know the lads. I've got close to them, talking to them, true sold out, seeing the stuff that they do. I'm like, do you know what? I gotta respect it. Hat, yeah, hats off. Yeah, big time. And look, it's going to
0: be anyone that's that's listening, they're going to have experienced something in the past where they haven't been able to get something they wanted because whether it's sold out that morning and people are getting multiple pairs and sticking up online and yeah, there's frustration there. There's always going to be frustration when you don't get something you want. But at the same time, like uh, Lucky Botter was saying uh, at the first sold out, he was like there's so much money that they put in to be able to get to that stage, and so much time like, it, it's almost like they deserve to get all this stuff because they're putting that much work into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, well, instead yeah. of
0: just a normal guy rocking up on the morn hoping he's going to get them.
1: You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, like when when all this stuff does happen, and they get ten, twenty pairs, like the time and effort that they have to program, or if they use bots, make Yeah, like they didn't just
0: wake up that morning and click their fingers and get 20 pairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: you know, and like I remember, uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to one lad before, and he, he caught the Chicago, no, not the Chicago, the UNC Off-Whites, Jordan 1s, and he caught him by bot, and I said, what did you have to do? And he goes, stop, it was a headache. I stayed up till like 3 in the morning. I had to write like 20 emails. I had to use like 10 different cards. Um, I had to do different addresses and I had to do all this to set all this up. Just a cop, one pair.
0: Yeah, that's, just, that's, a lot of, that's, that's a lot of stuff that people don't do. not is a lot of stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's that,
1: just, just think about it. That's one yeah. pair and he set up about 30 different emails. And he's up till three o'clock in the morning because he really, really wanted that pair.
0: Um, the, uh, he's gotten us stuff off Supreme before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he's had mornings where like, I know I've, I've said to him, like, yeah, if I I like, put my name down for this. And he was like, yeah, give me these details, blah, blah, blah. I'll set you up. Um, and then he comes back to you that morning and he's like, really sorry, bot failed. And he's like, send- and he's sending the same message to probably like 50 people. Yeah. And he's like, sorry, the bot failed because Supreme changed their uh, their bot protection. And there's a different layer of protection now and it just didn't work. Yeah,
1: you know, and,
0: and then that's him, like, that's, like, potentially getting, like, I went back to him, like, yeah, that's no problem. It's grand. And he probably has those people going back to him going, oh, what the fuck, blah, bye. You told me you'd be able to get them. I, I didn't even try myself because uh-huh. I thought you were going to get it for me. Like, see, there's so much shit that you'd have to face too.
1: Yeah, there is. This, the backlash. Do it, like I even my own self. My my knowledge has changed. The perception has changed as well of how I look at these people. Is Cliff? I'm too lazy to fucking do it. If I can use someone like Sam and go to him and ask him to do it, and he cops for me, I'll pay him no problem to do that for me. I've paid for his time. Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm looking at. I, I'm exactly for his time to do this, that's like me going to work, they' me to be there to work,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and he's probably sitting down for hours exactly. the night before yeah. the morning of getting stuff ready, yeah. trying to get it done, and like he's not he's not gonna do it for free, and he shouldn't, he shouldn't like exactly. if you're if you're good at something, you should never do it for free,
1: yeah hundred so people I should totally start agree. paying us for this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> any donations yeah.
1: welcome. Me and Stephen could do with uh, a yeah. whole studio, you know? Yeah.
0: Somewhere in the Midlands. So.
1: Somewhere in the Midlands, yeah, yeah. Make it easy. So Yeah. <laughs>
0: Port Leash or something.
1: Right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I definitely think we, we touch on a lot of stuff there that a lot of people would appreciate and have open ears to. and Maybe even we've kind of change a few perceptions and maybe get them to understand that sneaker culture is changing in ireland yeah and, uh, and we want we, and we want
0: to see it changing and we want problem. to see change
1: exactly no we we've been there we've come and go from different phases uh, back and forth but i can genuinely say myself like this phase right now seems to be the one that's going to be long standing compared to before and i think everybody's more ready this time yeah, which is good, I think.
0: Yeah, I hope so. And I suppose that's yeah. uh, before we finish up, uh, let's throw that question out there to people. What, what do you think of the sneaker culture in Ireland right now? What would you like to see changing? What would you like to see continuing on? I kind of, I'd like to, I would like to hear kind of people's opinions and how they feel that it is right now. Is that a stage where? it's ready to get bigger or do they think it's going to fall off a cliff or anything like that. But yeah, definitely would be interested to see yeah, I'd love what to other see people that. think. Uh, so send yeah. us in on Instagram or anything like that. Send us in uh, your thoughts on this new culture and we'll discuss it again.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's a great topic. To keep people interested in discussions as well. And again, it, it builds the community too around it because yeah. you get people talking about it and they're the people who are going to lead the way. You know, me and you aren't getting any younger. <laughs> you
0: know, speak for we're, yourself.
1: <laughs> we're we're setting the ground for for these people to to talk, to engage, which then carry it on from there on. Yeah. Which is yeah. we're
0: the ones carrying the ring to Mordor for the sake of everyone else's future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. People are going to listen, just to going on. Oh, God, all right, turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. Don't worry, people. This is it. Is we're, <laughs> we're finished. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're like yeah, welcome to episode eight i'm frodo and this is sam
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's, who's Sam? <laughs> um,
0: but yeah no definitely um really want to really want to get more conversation going and i suppose now that we're hopefully fingers crossed the other side of, of the pandemic we'll, we'll see more events popping up i know that me and you have spoken about it as well um just want to get people in a room again, get people yeah. sitting around talking about it. There's so much because there's so much activity online in Ireland. We want to get that in person yes. and get people who are like minded individuals have the same interests. Like, that's look, that's how we met. Um, yeah. yeah, and then you're going to find out, you're going to see there'll be other common interests as well, like Dave. Like he plays guitar as well, and you kind of find out these other things, you meet people that you would have never met before. Um, so, yeah, really want to start getting to, to meet people in person and get, really get the ball rolling to get the community, just get it hopping, get people out, get get sneakers, make it, bring it to the forefront of of
1: the culture in Ireland, you know? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Definitely. Yeah, and I suppose people just have to stay tuned and, uh, See what's coming.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, we didn't even get to touch on the other questions uh, or on the new releases that are coming. There's nothing mental coming anyway, but we can touch on that next week. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I so think
1: this, this, was, this discussion was more more important.
0: Yeah, and we've definitely have a few people who have fallen asleep by this stage. Listen to us, us shite none. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For an hour and a half.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but sure, look, I'm sure uh, a lot of people listening they appreciate it um yeah and look, not it, everyone's it, gonna
0: agree and, and yeah yeah maybe people come back saying no don't agree i don't i don't think it's going that way at all or yeah
1: if you don't agree let us know because yeah. this like where everyone always talks about the, the the positive side of things if there's something that you see that's not working let us know and let's discuss it because i want to see different views because if everybody has the same view it, it never going to work you always need someone to have a different idea or a different view that can help make things better
0: yeah and even particularly from like people who are newer into into the, the culture of of sneakers would love to hear from from you guys because me and cliff we're we're around forever <laughs> um we've been in this for a long time so we might be more set in our ways than other people or, or maybe we're missing out on certain things that we're just not seeing and we're yeah. just two lads that are into sneakers. We're just chatting about what what we're kind of seeing. So we do want to get different perspectives different. on it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And yeah, look, if we do have people that that don't agree, that's great. Cause that's get that gets the conversation going. It might change our perspective on it, or maybe we can change yours. And that's or, yeah, that's what can, it's all about.
1: They can school us. We can bring them on, and they can give out to us.
0: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a, a roasting session.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How dare you like dunks? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: Like we're setting our ways. We know that we love Air Maxes and dunks and stuff like that. And there's other people that, like you're saying, like there's, there's people that came in for a while. They like Balenciagas and and things that, and they went back to that high end stuff. Maybe they love that, and yep. maybe that's something that we're missing now, and we're not seeing what they see in that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Even just just before we go, like Pat there at the weekend, um, after Soda, he went to to Prada. And he's often talked about his superstars when we had him on, remember? Yeah. And he bought the Prada superstars.
0: He must be, like, one of the only people in the country with those.
1: He must be. But, like, what was mad was, like, that's a high-end. But it's an Adidas Prada-looking shoe. Like, I know he compared them the 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 more smaller-fitting, more narrower rather than fatter. But, like, I held that pair, man, and... That I went in after him to look at it, and man, the materials on that are next level. Really, yeah, next level. Like maybe this is one we're missing out on, and we're all like, yeah, we're setting our ways. We love this. We love this. We. Well, that's about- the, that's the thing
0: is we're like <laughs> banging on or you're on about all of the, the quality has gone to shit. Maybe <laughs> if we need to look at the high end stuff because yeah, that's, that's missing, where the quality is. We're
1: missing the, <laughs> we're missing the we're missing the bit the beat here. You know, it, it's maybe going up a level, or or just switching lanes a little bit, and looking at this and going, hmm, this is not a kind of shoe that I would wear, but I understand why they can do it, and why these other guys are not doing it, so I can see it, because, like, you're going to talk maybe Prada superstars, they've made a 100,000 pairs, and they made really good materials, compared to Adidas Mm -hmm. making... One million superstars for less materials. Yeah. So it makes sense why that pair is more money and that pair is less, and they've made the supply bucket loads more compared to Prada.
0: Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, I would have no issue if someone turned around to me and was like, would you pay double retail for a pair of SB dunks? But it's guaranteed to be perfect with really, really top quality materials. I would say yes. Yeah, same. Any day to be.
1: I'm painting already.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're not getting the materials. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, pa- okay, I'm telling the materials are good in my head, okay? <laughs> Actually, in saying that now, the Pauls I'm not going to lie. The Paul's are absolutely incredible. I'm looking at them now. The quilted material on the inside, it is glass. The suede on the toe box on the one side and the, the cement print. They're absolutely brilliant. Uh, like, what yeah. sort
0: of level like for something that I might have, so that I can kind of get it into my head? What sort of comparison would you say, like street hawkers, better or worse?
1: Better. Hmm.
0: Better than the white Paris because I love the leather on those.
1: Uh in terms of leather, there, there's not much. Okay. Like you have the quilted heel on, on one side, um. I suppose all, there's all, so much different stuff on it. The yeah, only
0: comparison you really can have is something like Street Hawkers, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe, well, let me, that, that's the left foot that I'm looking at. But the right foot, you have, I suppose, the different panels. You have the back heel panel. No, the leather on that is probably the same as paras, for sure. White para. Um, oh,
0: nice.
1: Yeah, it has the same feel. And the actual mudguard in the front where, like, you would, you would skate, that's quite tough. Now, if you go back to your skate days and you think of, do you know when you had the material that goes around the front that protects it from skateboarding? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can't remember that name of the material. It's tough like that. So I can, right. see, I can see why they would have this kind of feeling. Because obviously it's a skate shoe.
0: See, I wonder, I'd love to see the original pairs that it's, it's based on, all of them together, and just see Is the are same? the materials the same? Like, are they actually going back to the exact materials, to the spec of the, the shoes that they're based on? Yeah. Because they're yeah, all older pairs, yeah, it yeah. would make sense that it's better quality, because they would have been better quality back when they came out.
1: Yeah, and the canvas on the toe box is actually really cool, Um, it, it and it doesn't crease. Oh, yeah, that's
0: good. I'd always be worried
1: about yeah, canvas yeah. getting crappy creases. Yeah, no, it's actually really tough as well, and I love it. And do you know what my favorite part of the whole shoe is? What? Is the ring on the front. At least,
0: yeah, I had a feeling you were gonna say
1: that. Yeah, that, I, I'm not joking. <laughs> that is like the coolest feature of the horseshoe. If you just give me that as a ring, I'd be like, "That's class." <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. Share uh, People don't agree. Whatever. Don't care. I'm stubborn in my ways. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what? it's it's a great shoe. It actually, I, yeah, I I can't I can't fault this pair, um, and how good it is.
0: Nice one. Yeah, that's a good one to end on. Shout out to Mattas again for, for yeah. hooking you up with those.
1: Anyone looks... Uh, now, Ice Vault, Mattas, he's on on Instagram, at, at Ice Vault. He's probably one of the only resellers in Ireland to have such hype pairs.
0: Oh, he's got... Continuously. Like, always.
1: Yeah. The man never fault. He's got a pair of loans, for fuck's sake.
0: Yeah, he has, and he's got the... He has a story sale this week, so... I'm not sure when. I think this should go out tomorrow. Uh, so it's it's Easter Sunday now. Uh, and on Easter Monday, he's got a story sale. It's not. This isn't sponsored, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sponsored. <laughs> but just a shout out to him because he is a, he is a good guy. Um, yeah, he is genuinely a great guy. And he's his story sale is tomorrow. And he posted on his story or on his feed. can't remember which. But he's got a pair of Fragment 1s, Jordan yes. 1 Fragments.
1: Yes, he has a pair of fragment ones. Was... And
0: they're going up tomorrow. So yeah. keep an eye out this week. Now, they're not going to be cheap. No, <laughs> So they, they might not. not be within everyone's price range. Oh, but still, <laughs> that sort of level, we haven't really seen that sort of level of shoe here much before. Maybe no. once or twice, sort of something like that popping popping up. But he seems to consistently be able to get that
1: stuff. I don't know anyone um, that has ever had a fragment Jordan Wood. No, never in my in my time in Ireland has I've met anyone that has it.
0: No, I've seen the v before. before. Um, I've seen other stuff like that before, but never, never the Jordan One fragments.
1: Yeah, it's mad. I seen them. I seen them at a uh, sold out, and I was like, "Whoa, this is mad." Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. It is. It's pretty cool. All right. Uh, well, then I suppose we'll
0: finish up. We'll. That's probably a, enough. Uh, crap for people to listen to for for this week.
1: <laughs> I suppose we had three weeks to make up. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then yeah, we still have plenty more to touch on over the next couple of weeks because we had so much here. We kind of went off on, on one route. Uh, yes, we did. Yeah, this week, and then we have a, a couple of uh, guests lined up as well over the next over the next couple of months. So uh, keep an eye out on the socials for that. Yeah, keep um, for that. yeah, and thanks very much for listening. We'll yeah, talk listening. to you next week.
1: Yeah, definitely Listening next week to find out what big pair that i picked up as well oh yeah yeah so <laughs> tune in
0: oh <laughs> <Thanks> surprises for... <gasps> on the tight knit sneaker podcast
1: always <laughs> thanks for tuning in people
0: thank you bye-bye i'm cliff i'm steven